0: Hey everyone, I'm Chris Hall and you're listening to the Downtime Podcast, where we delve deep into the gravity-based side of mountain biking. This week's episode is supported by Canyon and Earshots, and we've got a giveaway and a discount code for you coming right up. This month Canyon launched a fully updated Talk family catering for every style, taste and budget with 29, 275 and mullet options in both carbon and aluminium frames. The torque is a 170-180mm bike that's DH certified, so it's designed to deal with the roughest of riding. As an example of what it's capable of, Canyon's team rider Tommy G combined the torque with some triple clamp forks and used it at Rampage, so this thing is tough. The torque isn't just a DH ripper though. It's been designed to be capable of pedalling back to the top of the hill too. The Canyon team put themselves in the shoes of riders who are heading to places like Whistler or Queenstown for a season and need something to handle fast bike park laps, but they can also handle a big day's pedalling in the backcountry too. they even made sure that the bike's got space for a water bowl. The talk continues Canyon's drive to make bikes that are easy to live with and a pleasure to work on and maintain by using things like full internal cable guides, double sealed bearings and replaceable thread inserts. It's another great looking and nicely thought out bike from the Canyon team. The talk is in stock and available now over at canyon.com where you can check out the entire range. As a downtime listener, if you use the promo code ALL-FEATURES-UNLOCKED21, that's uppercase ALL-FEATURES-UNLOCKED21, you'll get a free bike guard on all torque, carbon and aluminium orders. That code is valid until the 10th of January, but I suspect these things are going to sell out quick. So if you're interested, then head over to Canyon.com now and check them out. Full terms and conditions can be found in the show notes for this episode on my website. Earshot's Bluetooth headphones are the perfect companion for riding and training, allowing you to listen to your favourite tunes or podcasts and keep that motivation high. For years, I've always struggled to find headphones that actually stay put while I'm riding or in the gym. Earshot's patented magnetic ear clips solves the problem of headphones constantly dislodging and moving in your ear, so you can ride and train without distraction. I've been using a pair for nearly a year now, and they really do deliver on that promise. I've loved using them in both the gym and on solo bike rides. Earshots are based in New Zealand and are supporting riders like Windmasters, Sam Blenkinsop, Ray Morrison and Zooter so you know that these things are being tested under some serious riding conditions. If you want to find out more, then you can head over to earshots.com. Earshots are generously going to give away two pairs of their awesome headphones to lucky downtime listeners. All you need to do to be in with a chance of winning them is to head over to downtimepodcast.com forward slash earshots and drop in your name and email address. You've got until the 4th of January to get your entry in, so don't hang about. If you've got some Christmas money and you're not sure what to do with it, then here are a couple of ideas. First off, you could get yourself a subscription to Mountain Biking's newest print publication, Downtime EP, made in collaboration with the incredible team at Miss Spent Summers, who are behind Hurley Burley, The World Stage Book and much more print goodness. Just head to downtimepodcast.com EP now and get involved. Secondly, you could grab yourself some Downtime merch by heading to downtimepodcast.com. shop It's all organic, made with a supply chain using renewable energy, printed to order and shipped with no single-use plastics. All the links you need are in the show notes for the episode over on downtimepodcast.com. Please make sure you're following the podcast wherever it is you listen. There's going to be a button there that says follow or subscribe, so hit that now. It's free and it means you'll get every episode as soon as it's available. If you can't find the button, you can head to downtimepodcast.com forward slash subscribe where there's links there to all the major platforms to help you. It'd also be great if you can give me a follow on Instagram and Facebook where I'm at Downtime Podcast. All right, this week I'm joined by Adam Brayton and Danny Hart. If you've seen any of Adam's vlogs this year, then you'll know that Adam and Danny have been spending a lot of time riding, training and hanging out together, so I thought it'd be fun to get them together for a chat. We find out more about Danny's move to Cube and Adam's Provertier program, hear how both their 2021 seasons went and what it takes to get a World Cup podium these days, as well as chatting about some of their slightly competitive on-the-bike training. This episode is a bit different from the norm and it was a lot of fun having these two guys together. So, without further ado... Here's Adam Brayton and Danny Hart. Danny Hart and Adam Brayton. Welcome back to the Downtime Podcast. Danny, how swings
1: with you?
2: Yeah, it's been good. Um Just back in training, back trying to get into the swing of things, riding a lot of motocross and a lot of downhill and Yeah, we're just back on our back on I'm back on a bit of a programme trying to Square myself up for the new year and get ready for 2022.
1: Good stuff. Adam, what about you? How's things? Uh, bloody good. Same old crack. Lots of fishing. <laughs> Haven't really done any training yet as such. Done a bit of running. Um, but yeah, we're getting to that point now where it's it's uh, time to get to it.
0: Yeah, fair play. Early December, back on the under the barbell.
1: Yeah, back at Fit for Racing, which will be fun, I'm sure.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Well, we've seen um, a lot of you two together over the last year or so on the YouTube and uh, social media side of things. Yeah, he just
2: uses me. <laughs> Is that I'm it? am his meal ticket to YouTube views, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm making millions off your pals. So <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> the monetization's going well. Oh absolutely. But yeah. I mean, you know, I've I've made Danny famous, he would be nothing without me and oh, that channel. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, let's let's go right back though, because you've obviously not been hanging out all the time for the number of years that you've <laughs> known each other. Adam, do you, do you remember first meeting Danny? What's your first memory?
2: No, I didn't. Used to like him, I'm butting in. I used to think he was a
1: date. Well, I thought we could come to that, baby. I do actually um, remember meeting Danny for the first time quite well, and he was literally. Well, I was not big, but he was even smaller than me, and um, yeah, he was just this young kid, little rocket, and. Um, yeah, I mean, who knew he'd, you know, become the man he is today? It was just in his little SDA, I went around and... Is that yeah. when
2: you had your backpack on?
1: Oh, yeah, I, had a, I used to get in mid-run. <laughs> you know, I was before my time in terms of EWS and that, Danny. That was my backplate as well.
2: Adam used to ride on his... Was it a Jekyll?
1: No, Gemini. Cannondale. Gemini.
2: Cannondale. It was a some sort of Cannondale. <laughs> he had his rucksack on. And was it a bell helmet?
1: Yeah, ballistic.
2: Keeping it real still with the bell helmet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the rucksack and really did it for me, that.
1: <laughs> you noticed it at least, mate. I still remember. It must have been 20 years ago. I think it was yellow. can't remember that far back. Pretty good backpack. Probably still got it. Yeah, yeah in, the, in the dungeon.
0: <laughs> what is the age gap in this relationship?
1: Well, I'm 33. I'm 30 yeah, Okay, yeah, 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 yeah we're pretty, you know It's like a brother Yeah Brother and
0: two brothers mm. Is that enough that you Crossed over in categories In like juvenile youth Thank Junior days? days No,
1: no. I was late to the party Wasn't I, I Started okay. in juniors so. Yeah Good for um, him. him Yeah, it's given me longevity so I've not <laughs> peaked yet, obviously So, you know That's one perk of Starting later than everyone else
2: So oh, you have like A, a ten year window
1: To peak, do you? I do, yeah Don't know about other lads <laughs>
0: What was the relationship like in those early years? That like, have you always been
1: mates, and we've just not really seen? Can you much remember
2: of it? At Fort William when we were doing runs like way back in the day, and I had a big crash on the wall ride?
1: That was a sick day. We had a really good day. That was 2006 on the Stab Supreme. I was on the Stab Supreme. We actually that was a mint day together. It was a good I, don't day. I, knocked, I don't know why not. I don't know why it didn't in, snowball from no, there. To be honest, true. Sure. But Danny was adamant the wall ride was quicker. I remember that. <laughs> It was definitely more stylish.
2: I think I've done that in race runs at World
1: Cups back in the younger days. Probably got podiums. I think if the Stab had done the wall ride, made I'd knocked it over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did those weigh? They were ridiculous, oh, like 50 kilo or something. Yeah. If you are talking real money, Imperial, over 100 pound. KMB factory ride. Yeah, it was actually, back in the day. It was bloody good. I I loved that bike. It was a little bulldozer. You know, you just got on and it took you for a ride. That was it. Just like <laughs> ones later in your career as well. <laughs> That yeah, seems to be my style. So
2: yeah.
0: Was there a rivalry when you ended up in elites
1: together? No. Nah. No, nah, Danny's way ahead of me. so His claim no to rivalry. fame has
2: been, what was it, on the same point one or point two? Well, I should have beat Danny at with 4 bill in
1: 16, oh, but really. What was the excuse? There wasn't one. I was just not fast enough. <laughs> Where did you finish? Was that, that was off? A, yeah, yeah. But um, Danny, you were second?
2: Third, I think.
1: You sure? I think so mm. 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 Troy was fifth Gwynny really? Was Gwyn second? No nah, you six? were second mate
2: 100% No I wasn't I've only had two seconds And that was 2011 When I ball rode
1: Halfway down No, yeah, that and was I good I remember that run Dirt cover as well
2: 2012 Because I was I was in Rainbow Stripes And Gwyn had put it down in qualifying and come down really early and I come down and I couldn't see 10 feet in front of me
1: I got second I remember that yeah it's good oh, that could have been the one oh it's coming it's coming ran your will <laughs> I reckon uh, he's got to beat me obviously because Far Bill is just a big Lake District footpath and that's why I like
0: it <laughs> <laughs> yeah Project Fort Williams always been a strong one for you we missed it a couple of years are you looking forward to having it back it'll
2: be strange to go back actually I'm uh yeah I'm looking forward to it. I think it's really it's quite early as well, isn't it? Is it? Is it the second one?
1: May uh, yeah, yeah, round two, May. isn't it? Yeah.
2: So hopefully, um, yeah, it can run. I'm just super, really hopeful that we can, we can run, and I, that's all I'm saying on the matter.
0: Yeah, fair play. What's the plan for Fort William these days? Because you've in the past you've gone up, you've done quite a lot of testing and stuff up there. Is that still how you think you'd approach it, or are you more?
2: Um, with I'm on a new bike now. Like since the last time I went to Fort William. I actually went, I have ridden there on a cube, I was trying some different things and, but no, with the, if they're going to have a World Cup there, then I'm sure I'll get up there a little bit and, and do some work, try and figure some things out.
0: Yeah, not many long tracks, I guess, in the UK, certainly not with an easy uplift like that as well, it's a good place, full yeah. stop, to get ready for
2: no, it's racing. Good. It's, when the weather's okay, it's, it's not a bad place to be, it'd be nice with the family and stuff
0: yeah happy days so how how did this uh we, can we call it a bromance like how did this blossom what what brought you two close together
2: um i guess the previous part of my career when i was leaving <laughs> moving on to what do you call it greener past what do you call it moving on to
1: greener pastures
2: greener pastures i was at the end of one deal and wasn't really too bothered about hanging out there, so I started moving across and speaking to Adam a little bit, and then he invited me up to his mountain, <laughs> and then that's it really, and history. I never, I never rode the mountain on
1: a bike that I shouldn't have, uh-huh. so, <laughs> I, I could offer Danny a, what would you even call it, a place of. It's like a retreat. It was was really
2: good. We had COVID and then I was moving teams. So everything was locked down. And yeah, like I said, I never rode a different bike in a different contract or anything like that. (laughs) So when the new year came and we were in... We were in lockdown. We were in lockdown. It was time for me to like get out on my bike. Yeah. And then... We were in lockdown, so all the public bike parks were closed. And people were saying to me, oh, just go to Hamsley; you'll be fine, you'll be fine. I was like, yeah, potentially, but I don't want to be that guy. And then Adam's got his place, and I was driving across the A66 twice a week to a lot of people's dismay.
1: Living with me. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: it was good crap,
2: wasn't it? We had a bloody good time. It was good. I rode probably more last winter than... I would any normal winter
0: on a downhill bike or in yeah, general? or just. D- yeah.
2: Well, we were riding both because I was obviously coming here to the pain the pain den <laughs> Not fit for racing. But like one day, one morning, and then we'd ride in the afternoon, and then either stay over and ride downhill the next day, or ride downhill after the gym, and yeah. Yeah,
1: how many tracks have you got there now, Adam? Three. Um, yeah, free. Kind of got like different links and stuff. Yeah But yeah it's like It's obviously not the biggest hill in the world But um, You can Make it pretty intense Can't you Danny
2: Yeah I was still not beating him down there That was That was like the I was like scratching my head a little bit Thinking I just had such a crap season Like previously And you start second guessing yourself And then I was going up to the mountain And then I was getting smoked and then we went to Hamsley, and I smoked, me. smoked him. So. <laughs> yeah, so we're
1: pretty like the unofficial racing, the underground <laughs> racing, which is you know quite important. Um, it's pretty even, to be honest, right now. But obviously on home turfs, so yeah. we're going to have to get a venue that's neutral. And I don't uh, know if you want that. Yeah, I do. I'm not. I don't feel f- fear failure, mate. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to get beat, like. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's it going
0: to take to beat him on home turf, then, Danny? What's happening?
1: Now impossible
2: impossible yeah let's watch this space i'm sure there'll
1: be a vlog of it somewhere yeah, yeah yeah i'll land in helicopter you know with vlog money
0: <laughs> come on then tell us about vlog where did this come from adam because there's quite a few riders getting into the the vlogging style these days
1: yeah no it was something like i actually was on youtube back in the day when i first got my um gopro in like 2010 or something and i called some it of the
2: videos that he's got in his archives if you just find his pink bike account
1: it's dreadful <laughs> oh great Vision, i think i called it <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously before the whole gaster flat thing kind the of.
2: jumps big one footers backflips
1: uh, unit 23 yeah, uh, knocking the tricks out yeah, you I? Were. right trick trick monkey or whatever you want to call me but yeah kind of i don't even know how the vlogs came about to be honest just obviously lockdown came and then I started making them, then got in trouble for making them, so I had to take them down. Um, and then got back on them. And they've just kind of snowballed, to be honest. I kind of enjoy doing them. And everyone's like, oh, the must take ages, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I edit it all on my phone.
2: Wireless and driving.
1: No, I don't. Hence why. Me <laughs> why. the steering wheel. <laughs> hence the the <laughs> quantity, not quality, because it's clearly not quality if it's all edited on a phone and not really edited. And then TJ done me an intro. Which made it a bit more professional And then I figured out the thumbnail thing And then yeah, I guess I, A lot of people tell me they like them I've had some flack as well saying they don't like them You've got so. fans at Stateside Yeah, yeah, a yeah, big fan state Stateside <laughs> I kind of like, you know, when you look at is it your demographic? Is that what you call it? Oh, yeah, big, big hits from the US. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm in with the FBI now as well.
0: (laughs) I heard Bernard Kerr's big out there, too. Yeah, he is actually. I
1: was on the lift with him and they were just chanting limited slip diff at him and all this stuff. (laughs) So I don't think it stands for that. He's a close (laughs) second, I think, isn't he?
2: Yeah, I mean, he obviously dominates
1: southern England, but we're the true kings of the north, which is all that matters
0: important things are covered
1: yeah absolutely are you, are you
0: enjoying doing it because I think some riders are doing it because they feel they need to but I get the impression you're having a laugh with it
1: oh yeah no definitely have a laugh like there's loads of times we've been and oh, I can't bother doing one and we don't do one like on the motocross and stuff so yeah it's just as it went so If you get suits. smoked on the motocross yeah I do Danny absolutely hands it, it to <laughs> me I'm really I'm not bad on a motorbike he's just really good Really good. He's never off it though, he even went to Florida and training so he could even smoke me even more. Training. You'd have been there, mate, if you if you'd have seen where I was riding, you'd have been oh, there. Oh man, I would've died. I was stuck at Yam, frozen, doing god knows what. Sat on a boat.
2: I've tried the vlog thing and I like it was in the start of lockdown, I was all about it. I lasted like a week, did two or three <laughs> videos and I was like I've done all of these things that like now, I'm going to have to do something to film it. So I was like, it's no good anymore.
1: Knock it on the head. Yeah. Fair enough.
2: How many subscribers have you got, Brayton?
1: Yeah, not, lo- not loads. <clears throat> like, um,
2: I think nearly 6,000. Oh, That's like 10% of what I've got. I've yeah. been only be been, been year, How many be years okay. have
1: you been doing it, though? I started in lockdown. Oh, fair one But your snowshoe What about race runs That surely counts <laughs> They've been doing well Yeah they have been Very
2: well Well when I Used to do well They did well mm,
1: Fair one But I mean I could potentially Tap into the race run market But it's already been done So I'm thinking Outside the box
0: <laughs> How, You went out For a session With Warner as well He's the like king oh, of the King uh, of the vlog now oh Right mate, I
1: Just a puppet mate. It's mate Just a puppet t- to to that man. one flush Can't get rid of him <laughs> <laughs> He's always onto me. Me and one are off to Spain, apparently, to do another one. God knows what's going to happen there. It could be quite interesting. That's just, you know, it's just in the pipe at the moment, nothing set in stone. So
0: He's got staff, though, right? For oh, blog.
1: mate, you want to see it? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Big entourage. Big million-dollar budget, I would say.
0: When's Gaster Vlog kind of stepping up to? Well,
1: it's trying. It's trying. It's not from lack of trying, I'll tell you that much. But you know, it's uh, it's developing nicely. We don't want to run before we can walk, you know. So.
2: How many computers have you got it playing on in oh, COVID HQ? 60, 70.
1: Oh, iPads, iPhones. <laughs>
2: you walk in his house <laughs> and you anywhere you look looking there's a <laughs> smart TV or a screen or something that's playing a gas TV. Like. Well, he
1: just loves it that much. He just wants to watch it. <laughs> the algorithm just can't oh, get enough. Through the roof, through the roof. Cumbria's, you know, internet doesn't work anymore, does it? I mean, we went out for dinner last night and they're asking for gas TV
2: logs for the the screen in the restaurant they did actually
1: that is genuine they wanted can we have some Gastavit to play on the big screen and I was like "Mm, I don't know where did you go for dinner Pardon. where were you last night the round in Keswick I want a free (laughs) burger now after that shower (laughs) it's going to get me 10 yeah 10 and they want I don't know if they want free footage or not but everything has a price so um, we'll have to see what deal we can come to you do it in burgers though yeah they do bloody good burgers, actually. Yeah, yeah, they are good. We're a bit sick at spot, though, aren't we, Danny? A bit loads. <laughs> it's getting a bit long in the tooth now.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, some big changes for both of you, I guess, this year. Danny, we'll start with you. You became a dad. Congratulations. Mm. How's that going? About two years in.
2: Yeah, nearly two. Two years in February, so I think that's like twenty-one months, is what they say in it. <laughs> yeah, she'll be in months for the rest of her life. But no, it's it's going really well. Sophia's does a brilliant job you know I obviously have to travel a lot and I'm training a lot and trying to rest a lot and uh, yeah Sophia's got her she's just got everything on lock you know good in a good routine and you don't want to get her off that routine that Sophia starts getting a bit stressed but um, no she's definitely obviously I couldn't do it without her (laughs) but I couldn't it's like I don't have to do next to anything really which has been tricky cuz Sadie's getting older now and because I haven't done so much like hands on with 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 her she's obviously really needy to, um, to her mum but Yeah yeah. We'll try and figure it out.
0: Yeah, you'd be right. Yeah, I yeah. think that's pretty normal. My daughter's pretty similar and uh, even though I've been at home the whole time with covid and everything so Yeah. not off uh jetting around the world as a professional racer, but you've taken her to a lot of venues, right? You've
2: yeah, yeah, she didn't miss a race. She came to America, she came Sweet. all over Europe, and because we go in the camper, and it's just like a home from home. So, yeah, yeah it's been awesome to take her everywhere, you know. And she's not going to exactly remember it, but as long as we can carry on as we are, yeah. it should be a great life for her.
0: Yeah, perfect. You got her on a bike as well?
2: Yeah, she's on a strider, and um Sophia built her a little... Pump like the start of a little pump track in the garden we need to get the front we've got a tiny front lawn and we need to get a block paved uh-huh. so Sophia started taking up the turf and piling it up in the garden and she's got like a little three little rollers in the garden so awesome yeah she's uh she's been on two wheels from well pretty much since she's been born yeah. so it's awesome
0: that's very cool man very cool and the other big change I guess for you was like you said a change of teams you moved over to Cube yeah um, pretty different setup, right? Like yeah, for
2: sure. Yeah, I was quite nervous moving. You know, like it's quite a, you know, German team. Yeah, I thought oh, it's going to be so serious. It's going to be, you know, like that's what. Typically, people think of Germans and it's very serious and not very jokey or anything like that. But it's been really laid back. I mean, I'm going to Spain on Tuesday for a little road camp, and they asked if Adam wanted to come along, so Adam's coming. The they helped Adam out like in America as well, because it was so expensive for him to go it was wasn't even feasible for him to go really, was it? So nah. um yeah, my team manager and Cube really helped out with was awesome. that as well, let him stay with us and he just had to get his flights. So yeah, they've been really good and like it's like a family, like a family on the road and yeah. It's like that in a lot of teams I guess and but it has—it's been the, been awesome.
1: Which yeah, I was, when I obviously initially started coming around the pits, I honestly was expecting it to be like the most corporate <laughs> setup in the world. I was actually like six foot back off the pit and that, and <laughs> honestly, they couldn't have done any more for me if they tried. Awesome. Like so welcoming, mint crack, have a laugh. Yeah, it was like you'd think I was part of the team. Basically, that's how they made me feel. So, yeah, meant the world to me. Obviously, yeah. a massive help. Garden in America, like I wouldn't have gone otherwise.
3: Yeah,
0: that's awesome to hear. So that. yeah, little
1: things. Like, I mean, I don't know any other teams that would do that. So um, no, obviously very grateful for them giving me that opportunity. Yeah, and obviously Danny as well for putting up with me for two weeks. That <laughs> was literally close proximity, yeah, yeah, to say, to say the least. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: not topping and tailing just yet.
1: Well, we might as well have been put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was quite close. It was cozy, yeah. but we had a good time. I think.
0: <laughs> awesome. How did you go about getting set up on that new bike then, Danny? Because it's a big a big change from where you were. Like, I guess you took suspension across. You had Fox before. Yeah. So some stuff was familiar, but...
2: Um, to be fair, like... I don't really know. I just it took to it like a duck to water, to be honest. It was a lot more, like, similar to, like, the Mondraker I used to ride. And uh-huh. My mechanic from when I was with Mondraker came back and spanned for me for a year, which... It's been really cool. But, no, we had a big test camp in Italy and we tried different things and different suspension tunes and whatnot and we got the bike going really well and they've, obviously, they don't sell a mullet as a production bike. and They went over and above on making that. For me, they didn't just, like, they didn't just, Bodge something together, you know. <laughs> they like they went to work on linkage and and everything like that and they're a really good company to work for. And the engineer was at every World Cup this year apart from America and Yeah, so they they're all hands on deck when it comes to the race team. Yeah, so that's cool. It was really good.
0: Yeah. Have you made many changes throughout the season then? If you got that opportunity with engineers there and stuff or
2: um, just like clicker settings and stuff like that. Okay. Nothing to. We changed the length of the rear end from from track to track, uh-huh. but we never really changed anything massive.
0: What uh, What drives rear end like length? What would speed of track? Or? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, speed
2: yeah. and fast and slow corners and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, so you go longer if it's faster, yeah, and then if right, it's tight, yeah. you go shorter. Just yeah. But by much, like ten mil or something. Or? Yeah. So
2: they're in, it's in ten mil increments, and we had three. So
0: yeah. Fair play. And you're set, 100% set on a mullet then these days?
2: Yeah. For me, that's the way to go. I haven't even entertained anything else, to be honest.
0: And is that like ride dynamics? Is it the height you are? Just what I'm or? used to now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And yeah, it's just what I'm comfortable with. And I'm, I get one with my bike, so I'm, I'm not really fussed on changing. I think that's the way everything's going. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. You are as well, Adam, on a mullet, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love the mullet.
2: Brilliant.
0: How long have you been on it?
1: Uh, We did 20 and 21 seasons on it. Yeah. Nuke Proof's pretty lucky in the fact that you can just pair a 290 front triangle with a 275. Yeah. Chainstay, arm, whatever, and it'll work spot on. So, yeah, all the angles and everything are right. And, yeah, I really like it. I really like the uh, descent.
0: Was it a no-brainer then from the start, or were you testing both?
1: Nah, I think because arguably we were a year behind, because I think you ran, well, it in 19, did you? Yeah. Yeah, so I was obviously full 650B in 19. So you can learn a lot by just looking at what the other guys are running. Um, so I used as I got as much info as I could not in that respect, and then the engineers at Nukeproof, I think, worked the rest out, obviously, in terms of what would join up and stuff. And then, yeah, I wasn't sure if we'd need to go to a 190 fork or anything daft like that, but turns out, all I did was drop my bar by 10 mil. So I went to a 10 mil rise bar. Um, and then everything else was 200 mil, etc. Yeah. So yeah, it was dead dead easy. And actually my first run, I was at Fall, Gash Nash, I think that's how you say it. it oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, tell a lie, I was on my 650B bike, but the Olin's Fork does both wheels. And uh, I put a 29er in for last run on a full 650B bike, which obviously wasn't ideal, but I actually went a second quicker. On one run. Really? So I was like, oh well, that's a good sign, obviously. Yeah. So I was looking forward to then getting on a full mullet. But no, I think for the shorter guys, definitely suits them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. And you're
1: both on Kushcore this year. Yeah. Is
0: that something you've run in the past or?
1: Yeah, I actually ran the new proof uh-huh, in twenty. Yeah. Then went on to core this season. Okay.
2: I used a different system a couple of years ago and then when I went to Cube, I started using the Cushcore. Yeah. And I just use it mainly for a feeling thing, not so much for the flat tyres. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just like the feeling of it. It makes it a little bit more calm on the back, a little bit more dead on the rear end. Yeah. And I don't so much use it in the front. I tried to, like I said, I used to use a different one and I used, I tried that in the front at Fort William one time and I like to think... I move around a lot on the track like quite agile sort of thing and when I put the insert in the front this like I said this was previously but I, couldn't, I didn't fit. it did the same as what it does on the back on the front, so then it yeah, okay. made it more difficult for me to move around so I just ended up using it in the back but it's funny I did try my teammate Max was using it in the front and we were testing in Leo gang one time and and I just put his front wheel in and there where it's really fast and you just relying on like straight line speed and it's like little little bumps not big braking bumps or well, even in big, big braking bumps it would be better as well but like the it just felt like it did go a bit more like a train but and then when we were at gang for the World Cup you had the bottom section which was quite tricky so I just went back to what I knew yeah I pretty much stayed with what I knew all year really just
1: using it in the rear
0: yeah what about you, Adam? Are you front and rear with it? Yeah,
1: I'm just a bulldozer, aren't I? So <laughs> <laughs> basically, me and my dad like to call it eliminate the risks. So by running it front and rear, we obviously eliminate a lot of risks Yeah. Um, in terms of flats and stuff and burping. Um, I don't know if I'm quite an aggressive turner, but I used to struggle with burping tyres. I don't run them the hardest, but again, with the Kushcore, you can run lower pressures, yeah. still get that grip, etc. So, no, it's been a godsend for me, to be fair. Are you on the pro front and rear or do you use the Yeah, I do vary rear. between I'd never run an XC in the rear. Yeah. But sometimes in the front, just okay. again, depending on the trail and stuff. Yeah. Um even on my trail bike I still run the pro in the rear. Um but more likely on that I would have an X C in the front. Or like Danny says, maybe nothing at all again if it's yeah. I feel that it's unnecessary.
0: Fair play. And you guys rode together a lot. Like in the off-season coming into 2021, what year are we in? (laughs) Time flies. 2021, yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you think that helped, like riding with like two fast riders together, like similar experience?
2: I think like when we were doing the timed runs, whether it be at Humpsterley or at the mountain where we ride here, it pushes you on a little bit. Like I can go and do timed runs by myself and just try and beat my previous time but you can only do that so much and then it starts getting dangerous but having someone to chase on times like that it makes you push on and you have to like stand at the top and like right I need to figure this out now and I need to concentrate I can't can't let my guard down because I could have an accident or whatever and then so that pushes you on yeah um I'm not very good at following I don't really like following So I don't really do much of that, but so he's always following me, and then that's why I'm called the trailer. (laughs) Danny just hitched me on. I think at World Cups, I think it was good for him to ride with me a little bit. Yeah,
1: no, hundred percent. Like and the other thing is going back to the time runs, like it's that competitive aspect, competition. We weren't scared to push pretty hard. I would say it's fair to say. And you end up like where we ride here,
2: you end up going so fast and it does, because he can ride like these corners on these tracks and it's just like when you when I do follow from time to time, it's like hard to process that I do it like that, but okay. I must do because he's only beating me. Yeah, but not, yeah, yeah, it's often super tight
1: when we race. And yeah. it's
2: so intense because it's only just, it's like between a minute and a minute and a half. And there's like steep stuff that not, which isn't like slow steep stuff. So you're flying down these chutes into berms, and it's just, and it can get a bit sketchy. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: If, like if you if we have a crash, it's it's gonna hurt. Uh, ca- no, it's gonna be serious, like catastrophic. Yeah. Like we're pushing pretty hard, and uh, yeah, I mean you can't afford to fall. But like Danny was saying, because you're that focused and you're that in the zone, you, you can't
2: ride like when you do do. The timed run, you can't ride like that every run. Yeah. As much as then, even when you do ride, you do push and push and push a little bit, but and then when you've got that watch on your handlebar, it's really annoying when the timing doesn't work as
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, like, yeah, because you know, you're pushing that hard and you'll, like, make the smallest mistake and it just makes you realise how costly they are and you're, like, screaming, aren't you? And you're like... <laughs> Because you know you're going to have to go up again and basically do it again and put it on the line. But no, it's definitely like, yeah, taking each other on head to head and then we can apply that to the World Cup, can't we? It's like, yeah, you know, just that intensity more than anything, knowing how hard you've got to push and how much time you lose when you don't push.
0: Yeah, I think that's what a lot of riders struggle with coming to the first race of the year is knowing where the pace is at, right? Whereas I guess you guys at least have been like yeah. pushing each other,
1: yeah, getting comfy, being uncomfy, I guess. Yeah, so really well. is probably the best way to put it because ultimately that's what you're gonna have to do, yeah, come race day. Fair and plan. I guess if you're willing to do that, it's you're halfway there, aren't you?
0: For sure. And you had a, a big change, Adam. You were, was this your first year as a proveteer?
1: Yeah, I'll call myself a proveteer,
0: what, whatever that means. Can you explain that?
1: Yeah, so hope kind of pulled the plug, I guess on the race programme. Yeah. He's got a watch his words he's got a big phone call tomorrow. <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> I don't know when this is gonna it's not gonna drop by tomorrow. <laughs> so no obviously they still support me. Obviously I was good. I was I was I broken with a great little yeah, you've been with them a long time. Yeah I, yeah yeah like since two thousand and ten. And
2: you had offers to go to all sorts of factory teams and you always stood by them. Yeah, yeah
1: no I've been loyal. Um and uh yeah so obviously they pulled Pulled the team for matters unknown, I guess from my part. Um no, when well,
2: everyone made the most money in the world.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, we had a great time. I've had a great how many seasons? Seven, seven, seven years. Yeah, living the dream. So, yeah, no, obviously very grateful for that. And then yeah, um, they continued supporting me. New proof stepped up to the plate to kind of help fund my program, and yeah. then I got a bunch of other guys helping me. Phoenix. Product Excel, Danny. Danny helped me with that one, so that was nice. good. Uh, Kushkar. Car, um, pressure now. Trying try <laughs> to remember everyone. Um, trying to think. Oh, Bell helmets. So yeah, like I had a few bread makers, and then obviously a lot of people supported me. With product Crank Brothers and that have always been good to me every year. And yeah. Fox helped me out with suspension. That so no, we actually did get um, a good little package together, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. I was quite stoked on it, and it was a good challenge as well. Kind of going stoked? back. Stoked
2: is, is that a Keswick word? Stoked. No, I. That would they use up here? No. Is that a marrow word.
1: That's not a marrow word. <laughs> stoked. I was quite happy. Is that better? Cracking. Cracking. Right. Yeah. So I was happy. We got. I felt we had a, a competitive package really, and I felt like. You know, I said to Danny, I am peaked yet, I feel I've got more to give, I wouldn't be coming, I wouldn't be bothering. I yeah. wouldn't trail to this gym and put myself through all that if I didn't feel I had more to give. So, Cool. i would keep plugging away.
0: Yeah, both coming out the winter into 21 sharp, but you had a couple of health issues that kept you away from the first few races, is that right?
1: Oh mate, I was razor sharp and then it just <laughs> all came undone massively. So yeah, that was a, oh, kicking the balls would be the best way to put it. Pretty. De- I've never been depressed, but I was actually a bit depressed, and I got yeah, really sick.
0: because so uh, you couldn't ride, right? Or I could
1: ride, but I don't want to go too into it. But yeah, like I had like a bag on me f- for eight week. Pairs. Pipe out my tummy and stuff. Jeez, oh, yeah, it, was, it was horrible. Kept getting poorly, so I spent loads of time in Carlisle or Shrewsbury Hospital, depending where I was in the country, having to get antibiotics. And ended up spending nearly twelve weeks on antibiotics before oh, my oh. operation and then yeah it's fully
2: messes your system up, didn't it? Yeah, it didn't yeah. feel great
1: obviously. And then I had my operation, I had a load of scar tissue removed from between my blood and my kidneys and stuff. Um and then literally it was crazy, like I think I was in surgery for a couple maybe five hours or something. And then literally a week after I was brand new. Like you'd think There'd never been anything wrong with me, but my God, that time between was horrible. And you're like, don't want to tell sponsors why you're not going to races, kind of thing, which is a bit awkward and embarrassing or whatever, I don't know. Um, But like Rob and them were super sound about it and understanding. So it was good, and then, but yeah, you're watching these guys racing Leger and stuff, and you're like, man, <laughs> this sucks. I maybe could have risked going there, but I couldn't afford to get sick. Right, yeah, fair play. So it wasn't, and I couldn't afford to crash. Yeah. Either would have been... Awful. Um, so that was that, to be honest. It was awful. A um, lot of time in hospital, but water under the bridge and onwards and upwards from now. Good so, stuff.
0: did it take a while to get back like all your gut and stuff? Because that antibiotics just totally wrecked your system. Oh, right? God,
1: no, I think it absolutely yeah. <laughs> turned me inside out. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because I obviously on my vlogs, probably no one really knew why I was on all these antibiotics, but I'd be like, oh, new antibiotics this week because we kept changing them and stuff. But yeah, then I had a massive bleed actually on my tummy, a big hematoma, which I had to get addressed as well, which was basically from where they put the pipe into me, that had a massive bleed. It was horrible, horrible time. But then like when I was in and out of hospital and I saw people in there, I was like, my God, I'm lucky. So that was a positive way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, fair play. Because my God, there was some, I thought I was in bad nick, but... Yeah, <laughs> it's, definitely it's never been, an, never a nice place. to No, you've got to remember: no matter how bad it is, there is always someone worse off. And yeah, that is too true.
0: Good to good to see you back on full form, mate. But
1: yeah, no, but again, like going back to that, all my fitness was undone. All I felt like all my work had came undone. And then going into a season, just literally playing catch up. And in my head, if you're saying you're not fit and stuff like that, you're almost already beat away Yeah. So yeah, it was tough to play catch up, but I'm not. The type of guy to you know, just I don't know how to put it, you know, just you know, make excuses or out, you know, we got stuck in and we yeah. cracked on and made the best of a bad job.
0: Cool. Well yeah, we'll talk a bit about both of your seasons. So Danny, you had to go and start the season on your own without Adam by your side.
1: <laughs> no must trailer, have, it probably went been, faster. <laughs>
0: must have been a challenge for you. But yeah, so Leah going first race an interesting track of two halves these days with that new bottom section. How did you feel first race on the Cube?
2: Yeah, so, obviously my season before that wasn't very good, so I'd been struggling a little bit, like, in my head, like, I feel like a lot of pressure on myself because I know what I could do and I know what I can do. And the previous year just was a total nightmare. Um, So I was really happy to go to Leogang and I had a sixth which was a good start really for first race new bike total new surroundings and everything. So yeah, that was that was good and I was I was happy with how it went. It's it was like it was a challenging week, like you say, with a track of two halves and that bottom section there is a real it's a real buggy, you know, it's hard, really steep and oh, it's got your name all over it but it's not like that it's just like it's even it's hard to explain it's just like just big ruts and, and mud and just really hard to keep to keep like momentum going through yeah. there and then as the weekend went on it dried out and by the end you could pretty much go at it like really good so yeah I was happy that that's how the weekend went because Well, champs the previous year there was a nightmare, you know, so, um, but even the start of the practice and everything it was just, just to get through that section was, was a mission, so, yeah, yeah, I was happy to come away from there with sixth, because I was, like, really close to the podium, and that was, that's, like, my first goal of, like, getting back to hopefully winning ways, and trying to get on the podium consistently, which, I never made it onto the podium once, but it was funny because I was always like one and a half, like I, had, a th- I think, a three six places. I'd I'd fifth at World Champs, which was good. Yeah, so that's just a three man podium, which is to to most people is a normal podium. Um, but yeah, I, I was happy with a few of the races, and then couple of issues out of my hands with the weather in Leger and yeah
0: I was going to say you fall foul of that one yeah
2: so that was like a bit of a bummer because I had a, a good start to the season with a sixth in the and I qualified well in, in Le and I was like right well, let's, let's keep this going and then heaven's opened and that one's out the window
0: what was your approach in that in those conditions did you just go all in
2: well it's strange because that, it hadn't in my eyes like fully it wasn't fully raining and then obviously you get to the top and you're there like an hour before you start well like 40 minutes an hour before you start time and it hadn't like it hadn't like full-on downpour. It had just drizzled on all day and then the drizzle got a little heavier and a little heavier and you warm up and you're under under 10 and you don't really say so much and then I come out of the tent after warming up and I'm cycling to the start and I'm like, whoa, there's lots of standing water <laughs> on the ground here. This is going to be uh, interesting. Yeah. And I went out the start and pretty much straight away, I was just like, you saw what, like, like nearly lost it straight away and I did the yeah. same sort of thing and it was, but I carried on and carried on and then I just fell off before a big road gap and, Slid out and pretty much went off the road gap on my side. And at that point, like, I'm not going to say I gave up because I've learned from my mistakes over the years that lots of people are going to come down in the rain. And I have done well in the rain when other people have come down in the dry also. Yeah. So I sort of kept going a little bit, but it was just treacherous. And so then that was... That was that done, and then yeah, that was it. Good track
0: though for worlds coming up as track.
2: well. Yeah, it's a good track, and it's. A, I love going there. Like I've gone to like this year, like well, not for a few years now, but I used to go there every year on my summer holidays. You know, yeah. when I was a kid from racing juvenile, that would be my summer holidays. We'd all get in the van, would go. So it's a bit strange now going there because. It's all serious and it's not like you don't stop at lunchtime and go get a hot dog like (laughs) you used to. So it sort of ruins that a little bit for me because I'll go before and I'll go and ride in Morsin and do whatever, but on the morning I'll have to go and cycle up to a on my road bike or something or I'll have a gym session where, when I used to go there, it was just strictly holiday, but it is good to go. I do love racing in the Alps in these little alpine towns. You know, everybody comes out especially in France it's always a hellish crowd yeah but yeah it should be a brilliant world so just what time of year is it that's the question uh, August late August perfect chances are it'll be good then yeah it should be decent this year it was late wasn't it it was September was it Was it late no it was. Leger, pretty, yeah no, it was, you it was it it second round
0: was it? yeah it was wet on it the second round early oh, it
2: like. was it yeah sorry my bad was
0: it? In fact, it wasn't that early because the season
1: started no, kind of it was late, in, didn't I it? I think it was in June. Cause yeah. Yeah. No, it was so not June because I had my op. It was the week of yeah. my up. That was it. That's why I didn't go.
2: But yeah, then there's also, when you're in the mountains like that, you can't predict the weather. So you've just got to be ready for all eventualities sort of thing.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it looks like a good addition to the circuit. And then, Adam, you, you got back from Maribor, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah was we did, I did a hellish trip in Maribor. Three was races. the next one? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did triple ladder.
0: Oh yeah, you got stuck in it. And you yeah, right I was playing it.
1: catch up. I was, I was obviously jumping at the bit. So did Ixs there, which I had a third in the mud, which was fun. Yeah. Um, European champ. And then European champ, so I was reunited with Danny. He went third. I got fifth, which was mint. Both did uh, massive gas to flats over the finish line.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got a flat tire. <laughs> Both I blew the front tire. Well,
1: from landing hard. Yeah. Oh, you won up me. I don't know who went larger. <laughs> Both went massive. And then obviously, yeah, straight into the World Cup, so... Uh, oh, I got another sixth.
2: Did you? <laughs> what did I get? Oh no, maybe I got eighth there, sorry. Yeah, I mean, you were eighth,
0: I think, and you, you were got, 20, yeah. 24th in my Oh Maribor. yeah, crap.
1: <laughs> 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 no, I think I was actually quite happy with that, because I was super close to a top 20, like nothing. And obviously, I know no one has a perfect run, but I knew where I could work on that and build on that to try and break into the top 20.
3: Yeah.
0: Play. Did you you obviously didn't get a world selection this year then because of lack of racing, I guess? I haven't
1: done, I haven't made worlds since 18. So, yeah, 19, I didn't have the best year. 20 was based off probably 19. And then, yeah, again, missed a lot of 21. So, yeah, we'll aim for it in 22. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'd love to be on the team. I love being a part of that team. It's a pretty. Pretty important thing, I think, for a British rider, and it means a lot.
0: Yeah, and a tough one to get on these days. There's a lot of strength in the UK field.
1: Yeah, which is great, which is how it should be. It's how we want it. We want I'd love to see Britain back on top, dominating again. We can do it. We've got the riders. Yeah, for sure. No, no excuse.
0: Yeah. How was your world, Danny? Fifth place, track that you generally get on well, if you like that place?
2: Yeah, so I'd been to Valdesol before. I often go there because it's like a bit of an eye-opener. And I wouldn't want to have that eye open in day on my first day of training. Yeah. So go to Val de Sol for like two I think it was maybe just two days and then we go to Lake Garda on I think we were there almost a week in Lake Garda, just having a bit of downtime with Sadie and Sophia and a couple of friends. Then went back. Was really looking forward to it. I had a tough first day of practice and with lots of mechanical issues. So that sort of Threw a bit of a spanner in the work, so I was a few runs down, and then, so like mentally, I was like really struggling at this point, and then the weekend comes around, and then, I think it's Sunday. I put in a good run and was sat there for quite a while, and I didn't know how it was going to do, and it was holding up quite a, quite a lot, and I was I was happy with my ride and just. Same again. I was probably like one and a half, two seconds off, and so moving forward, like into next season, I, I know I've just got to find these little bits everywhere, and yeah, obviously going into my second season with with the Cube Factory Racing team, and my second season is often like a highlight season of when I've been on previous teams, so that. Makes me excited for the winter.
0: Definitely, yeah. It generally takes riders a while to get mm. settled into a team, settled onto the kit, the bike. Yeah. Like it's a lot of change, isn't it? It's not just a different bike to ride; it's no, everything it's around people, the racing.
2: Everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool. What about uh, you, Adam? You were then off to Lenzerheide, I guess. Did you go to Worlds?
1: No, me and I was just going to say me and Meg were in Lavigno. I dragged Meg to Lavigno, where it was August and snowing. <laughs> <laughs> I bloody love that place though. Um,
0: for riding right yeah yeah, yeah. It's,
1: I don't know it's just weird but sick and it's a, and fuels like 70 cents a litre or something daft flows so, yeah obviously it makes a <laughs> massive difference I wish I took I should have filled the water tanks with diesel to be honest <laughs> <laughs> get another 200 litres on uh, but yeah no me and Meg were watching live timing at the top and I remember Danny going green 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 obviously number one we were like yes get in there like absolutely buzzing and then um Yeah, like you said, I think we did like two more laps and obviously we'd just check us every time we got in the gondola. And then, yeah, I remember when he got pips and I was gutted. I was genuinely heartbroken. Mm. So, yeah, because like Danny was saying, you know, it was sticking. Your confidence builds as well. You start thinking. That's
2: the worst time when you sat there and just waiting for people to beat you. I'd much rather qualify fastest and be the last guy at the top, which is quite intense as well, Uh than be... Like, have a crash in qualifying and rely on your, like, protected status and have to sit there for upwards of 20 people just trying
1: to... It's an hour. It's over an hour, isn't it? And it's like, obviously, I've not been at the sharp end much, but, like, when you are at the top and you have had a really good quality, it's like a ghost town at the top. They're packing
2: up behind you. They're waiting for you
1: to go so they can literally, go to the bar. Literally trying to pat down the easy up and it's pissing down and you just want a minute. Yeah. And they try and get you in the start gate about 10 minutes before you actually start. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to go in there yet.
0: Class. <laughs> it must get harder as well, I guess. Is like good riders that you would like, you know, potentially could beat that time aren't. Yeah. Like you must get more and more confident and yeah. more on edge as the time goes by.
2: But to be honest, like, like, like I've just been saying, I had so many six places. And it was funny last season. I feel like after like six, seven, eight guys, there was always like a a little bit of a buffer. So you deep down you know that them last few guys are a little bit more dangerous than your eight to fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Which is obviously, but yeah,
0: yeah. From watching the coverage, people it always seems to say, to be "Oh,
2: like that. any of the top twenty can win," and. I don't believe that anymore. Like maybe there was a time, but right now you you've got like your Bruni, Pierron, Loris, Reese now. There's not that many guys that The sharpen's sharp. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They always seem to be able to find something. Like whenever the time's looking like it's sticking. Yeah. And then it gets to those last yeah. few and you're like, Right, okay, well there is another yeah. two seconds or something. Yeah. Like you're like, Where it Doesn't
1: does matter what from? venue. Like Danny and them boys Just And I'm at the back end Of
2: that right now And I need I know what I need I need to Find just If you can find Two seconds Which is hard to find When you're racing At this level they will put me back You'll be winning
0: so where do you go for two seconds? Because like you say, it's hard to find. Like, are you into setup? Are you into mindset? Like, where do you, where do you where do you how do you approach yeah, finding that? is
2: more and more important every year. With everybody going telemetry and different style bikes with different linkages and 29, 27, mullet, all this stuff. There's a lot to think about now, and like mental preparation, physical preparation, diet, sleep, so recovery, everything. It's just it's crazy. You can't leave any stone unturned, and you say this every year, but it it go it, it's elevated every year. And, yeah, it's just it's hard. You can't put your finger on one thing and say I need to just do this. Yeah, it's everything.
0: Yeah, going to keep you busy. Then has it yeah. been good having Adam around? Like, have you found that makes life at races? easier more fun because you've always sort of had the family thing going on there but
2: yeah to be fair I'm like I'm quite a closed book you know I don't have many friends like I have my family my my wife my daughter my team Mm -hmm. who I'm with I'm not one I'm not like a big one for after parties or anything like that I'd rather just go out with a couple of my close circle and have a couple of beers or whatever and like I had Scott previously my mechanic and previous to that I had Dave, who sadly passed away.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And all of the people that I get in my corner become, like, part of my family. And it's the same with Adam now, you know. He's welcome, like, at my house whenever, you know. And we, we go to each other's campers, we do, whatever, you know. Like, just to get some... I go just to get out of the pits sometimes because it's like being in a fish fishbowl, you know, and. uh you can go. You just put your jumper on, and then when you sat just, just <laughs> sounds bad. When I just go and sit at Brayton's van and have a cup of tea, and people just walk past, and it's fine. Whereas I don't like the way this is coming, because it's making me seem like oh yeah, everybody wants this and everybody wants that. But but sometimes you do. You just want to get away. So yeah, it is good to have him there. And like I said, I've always had one or two people. Like in I never really ride with anyone, and even now at a World Cup like when i say i'm going up the hill at like <laughs> quarter, Z- quarter past 11 or whatever it'll be and i'll tell him that and i'm clock watching and it's like <laughs> quarter past and he's not coming around the corner and then i start like i need to go like, i'm going <laughs> yeah, <he's> go <laughs> in a minute he's like just relax and i think that's good in a way but for me i have a plan and i write a plan down every night before the next day yeah And I stick to it, and I think like he could do with learning a little bit to try and have a bit more of a plan. And so we've sort of gone off on a tangent here. No,
1: I am a bit horizontal. Yeah. So basically,
0: basically you're going to program manage Adam next season.
2: I don't think. (laughs) Is
0: he not manageable?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Untamable wild beast. But yeah, like I, I never really have many friends on the circuit. I know uh-huh. the people like, oh, shall we go do a run? Shall we go do a run? And then there's six of them riding down in a big train. I'm like, <laughs> well, what's the, where's the, what are you getting out with doing Yeah, that? there's no purpose.
0: Yeah, 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 it's fun, but it's not work. I and guess like, like,
2: him, like, I don't mind going in front because come Sunday, like, it's another story. And so he can jump on and follow and, like, try and it just bring he knows how fast you can go potentially yeah. i sound like i'm being really big headed here but
0: no uh, not too
2: um cuz like when we were in windham we did a more snowshoe sorry sorry snowshoe <laughs> in america whatever you want to call it <laughs> um snowshoe like we rode together much more cuz we were a sort of he sort of pretty much give or take hat to adhere to the program I shadowed you I was your shadow and then like I'd do just like a first run not going mental he did and he'd be like Jesus that was so fast and I'd be like oh that's good so that it's like yes man to me a little bit yeah yeah and like and then it builds my confidence and then he also then knows before he lawn darts himself into the (laughs) into the ground (laughs) He knows what he
1: can do. Yeah. But me and and Danny have this, like, I don't think I've ever been so honest with someone. Okay. So, like, and vice versa, he's honest with me. So we'll say if there's, you know, oh, you were slow there or whatever. Little things like that, which, yeah, again, can make the difference between winning and losing. Maybe not for me, but for Danny, you know, I want to see him on the podium. And, um, yeah, it's like, you know, Oh, you backed off a little bit there or whatever. It's he not can very get often. He stuck
2: in his ways. He'll want to do some jump or something and he'll tell himself, oh, that's faster, that's faster. And I've got, pe- got people, got got a person up there who's timing things. Okay, yeah. And he can get comfortable. Like in, in Snowshoe, there was, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there would be things and I'd be like, you need to do this. Are you doing this? No, not yet, no. <laughs> no, I like this. You need to do
1: this. Like, that's, that scary little rock line. But, I, you know, you know, like, nine out of ten times you get away with it, so I just do it, so, like...
2: I can hide when he's jumping that great thing. That though. was
1: faster. That <laughs> Mercedes Key Benz section's he's lies. Li-
2: he's put his life on the line every time.
1: No, it, it was legit. No, it, it, it looked quick. It was, there was nothing wrong with that, I'm telling you. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't win the Mercedes Key Benz section. Mercedes
2: key uh, band section. P said P <laughs> bend section.
1: Key
2: bend section. But yeah, so like, long story short is I never, I never really have many friends. A bit of a loner, I guess. But huh. it's been good to have Adam and, and Meg as well. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Meg's
1: been bloody godsend. Um, but I was, I was going back to Danny. Come sneak to my camper. He has a little. Illegal fishing itch that he has to scratch oh, every now and then Don't you give me illegal
2: fishing <laughs> itch
1: May or may not have been illegal fishing Put your hood up, put your hood Remember, up I had to colour in up. the background of one of the locations Because we would have gone straight to jail You could
2: have picked. put your hand in the water and pulled the fish out No you
1: couldn't, that was just my magic. That was the best thing there <laughs> right So we are in America, we went and spent a fortune in Bass Pro Shop or some shop And um, we had to basically catch a fish properly and Danny's going, Can you not just throw some food in like you normally do? Like you do over here. Yeah, 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 and it works. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I can't. It's a bit tougher this time. We have it now, did we?
2: No, a record when we're fished together
1: We've done like, alright. Oh no, we've had two we've had two bad ones now.
2: Well, America and and England. And England on the rib.
1: He was Baltic. He was cold.
2: My hands were like <laughs> not hurting, but I was trying to take the hook off of the the lure or whatever you call the bloody thing. Thing think looks like a fish And My hands just weren't working And he's like Puss it here puss it here He pretty much <laughs> just hooks his finger on it And just yanks it off
1: And he was like Could you have done anything I was like Mate I could have done all day Like no bother We Didn't catch a thing no, no, It was not having wind th- th- But I, I still wasn't going to Succumb to it I was committed to it And he was going You know something?" He's here? not
2: learned Because he's been twice since And still not yeah, caught Yeah no I've up.
1: been twice with Harry And caught now
0: you enjoying the fishing though Danny Is that a new thing for you?
2: It's a new thing, but it's just time, isn't it? Like, I can't go on my own because I don't know enough about it. It'd be a total waste of time. I so I would only go when I come over here.
3: Yeah.
2: And Now we're back into
1: training and stuff. It's just finding the time.
0: Yeah, sitting around in a boat for hours on end is. Uh, I,
1: I think once we get, I think once we get um, loads out of the way. And we've got that window between Fort William and we come and have a big session here, potentially. I think we'll do maybe some days on the boat there just as recovery. I think he'll like that, especially when the sun's out and it's nice. Danny's only ever seen the dark side to fishing. You know, no,
2: Maribor was on. Yeah, right. that was
1: an exception. Maribor, how we ended up on this carp fishing pond, I couldn't tell you. This guy didn't speak a word of English, did he? Questioning me what bait I had. I was like, do I tell him I've got cheese? What's the thing you have to crush? <laughs> what was that oh the barb, the barb yeah he wanted all our barbs crush, which is fine I'm cool with that and then he was like what you paying and I was like jeez he it was, was like, fine, though. jeez is good and I was like haven't oh, I been mean, and then honestly we were just slaying carp all day it was good crack wasn't it and he had his fly fishing rod and it was bent it was bent triple <laughs> did a loop to loop <laughs> <laughs> really good day good crack and we got burnt I had factor 30 on it was 40 degrees that week wasn't it
2: it got up there didn't
1: it I, my, my air was not turned off and I bought a massive fan, which was also turn, not turned off and just trying to keep... I even had an ice fest. And then I left that at the top for Danny, but I think I'd made it warm by the time he got it. <laughs> Melted it. He made him warmer. <laughs> no, nice. I used to. Yeah, it was handy, handy. Quality.
0: And you went to hardline this year again, Adam, yeah?
1: Yeah, I'm addicted to hardline.
0: Uh, how was it? Because there's quite a lot of changes.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. It, it's definitely easier... Without a shadow of a doubt, I'm, a, I'm, I'm it's not a
2: easier every year. I did it the first. I was going to say you oh. won the first year, yeah. right? I went there, stamped my authority. I don't need to go back. That's yeah, no,
1: no so plans to go back. Yeah, going off on a tangent <laughs> here, but we went to Doverview a few weeks ago and um, went down Oakley Line. I hadn't done it. Danny had a few runs on it, and he said, "Oh, do you fancy?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." So I'll just follow you. Are you sure the jumps are big. I was like, you've not been to the new hardline, mate. Jumps are way bigger. <laughs> I followed him all the way in and then had the bit world's biggest case on the <laughs> last <laughs> <laughs> That thing is an absolute monster. But yeah, going back to hardline, possibly one of the best weeks ever. Obviously the weather was insane. Um a lot of changes, yeah. Definitely made it easier though. Cut out a lot of the technical and I I'm not a big fan of the um shorter top section because okay. i don't believe fitness plays a factor anymore on that course and it yep. used to quite a lot which obviously played into my favor um, but i was the only one that voted for the longer track i got outvoted i think that change was back in maybe 18 so or would something. that
2: had been the start that i did so you go all the way along the flat
1: thing. yeah a ped- lot of pedaling step up and then through a dodgy stump section and then a big off camber through some trees and then yeah. again yeah then and that's where you start now. now isn't? you start now um, and then obviously, yeah, they straightened it up with that big new drop and stuff. But that was a good week. Not many not many deaths. So that's obviously a good thing. And I actually kind of liked it a little bit without the spectators. Okay. It made the week a lot easier. Right. Um, but yeah, without. Yeah. What, does that sound, not, it doesn't sound bad, does it? Because you're not sat Spectator. signing for two hours at the end of the nah, day. No, nah, no, right? I just, I just go. I just I don't even say bye. I just disappear. <laughs> but um, no, it's just easier, just not having to. Fight for it. yeah. I don't know. Weird. It was just it was just an easier week, a lot more relaxed, yeah. um, because we didn't have to maybe, you know, stick to the timeline as such. Yeah. Going back to Danny and my timekeeping and that, we had. A, <laughs> I, I feel we had a lot. We had a lot more freedom without the spectators. But don't get me wrong, it will be great to have yeah. them back next year. Yeah,
0: cool to race in front of a crowd. Always, yeah, I guess, definitely. Yeah,
1: well, it was. You know, the downside of it was lack of atmosphere. Yeah. So it's like one of them.
0: Yeah. So atmosphere. Tweed Valley, you turned up for EWS, I think. Was that your second ever EWS?
1: Yeah, I don't really count the first one. Okay. Yeah.
0: That was just an end of season. Yeah. Fling what was
1: palette. the first one? Oh, man, I went to finale. What an absolute waste of time.
0: As in 15, when it? it? was a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I remember when Meg wanted to go, it was holiday finale, and I didn't want to go because I was like, that spot sucks so bad. <laughs> it's like the worst place ever, and I didn't want to tell her I didn't want to go because it's crap, and turns out the EWS just used every crap track possible. <laughs> Honestly... I would have still got beat on a motocross bike, I think, and I was biking across football pitches uphill and stuff. It was the worst race I've ever done in my life, genuinely. Fair play. But Inners, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant.
0: You had a cracking result, right?
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. I was a bit disappointed, to be honest with you, but I'm never bloody happy.
0: What were you, what were you hoping for? Top 15, I guess. Okay. I
1: wanted to kind of... What did get you have? 22nd. Did have a massive crash on stage too, yeah. which was it's not like him to have a big crash. Yeah, it was bad. Like I couldn't believe it. You know, and you are like, you absolute dildo! Why have you done that? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I am not one of those. I didn't look at the timing throughout the day. I just raced my own race and really enjoyed it. I'd recommend it to anyone. So I was dead lucky to get in. I think because Robin that managed to pull some strings to get me an entry. Um, so now I am definitely going back next year to have a proper stab at it. Nice. But again, going back to f- the fitness thing, we'd not done anything, long rides or anything, because we'd done 12 weeks on the road, I think. So really unfair. I actually really struggled going around, really struggled, but then just sucked it up for the downhills. So now it was tough, but again, did enjoy it. Made a couple of vlogs, made a couple of quid, everyone's happy.
0: Job done. Did <laughs> you, you ever see yourself doing a full EWS season?
1: I'd never say never, but um, no, like... I was with Ellen that then week, you know, all the CRC guys and the crack was mint, despite yeah. the weather. Yeah, it was a rough week,
0: wasn't it? But it was extremely
1: yeah. rough. I feel like, you know, if the weather had been good, it would have been probably one of the biggest events the UK's seen, I would have thought. So potential's there next year with the June date, Yeah, some good weather. I'll actually prefer the crap weather because we're used to it. <laughs> Helps us so no I'm looking you forward to that riding
2: in the crap weather is not bad it's just everything around it I'm it? actually yeah.
1: trying to twist Danny's
0: arm to do it I was going to say Danny you've done the the majestic Boltby Bash uh, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago but other than that not really dabbled in Endure a huge amount
2: I've done a few at Hamsterley, I've done in a, I've done uh, I was the king of Innerleith and once the king and queen and then the next year I got smoked <laughs> I just had like big crashes and like I go about it like the wrong way I think because I'm used to one run. Yeah. You do have to ride slow. Where you go, so, like, as hard as you can. And I'd try that in enduro, and I think you soon come unstuck. Okay. It's a total different way of riding, isn't it? And to be honest, the climbing that I saw that they did, and all that, I'm no part of that.
0: <laughs> so the arm twisting's not going that well so far?
1: Oh, no, it will. You might turn up one-armed because I twisted that hard it <laughs> comes off, but... <laughs> No, it's, like, going back to, like, Danny was saying, you approach the ride and it, like, I take my hat off to Martin and them guys, because...
2: And to be fair, we don't, I don't train, like, right now, I've been doing, like, for me, like, two, three-hour road rides, long rides, yeah. because I'm going to Spain on Tuesday to do, it's only three days on the road bikes, so I've been doing longer rides, but after when I get back from there, that'll all be turned down. I yeah, won't be doing such term. long rides, Yeah. and then... So, from then, to then go to Innerleithen and do a full day's, like, I probably will struggle if I do it.
1: Yeah, but, like, that's why I liked it, because it, it was a social event for me. Uh-huh. It's not what I do. Yeah. So, yeah, just roll with it, enjoy no it. And where we end up where we end up.
2: It would be interesting to see how I would do, because I know there's, like, Downhill lads that would be struggling to qualify back in the day, and them making good do,
1: you know what I mean? And I think you'd go alright. Genuinely, do think you'd go well. and you know,
0: try. you know the terrain up there. You ride up there a lot as well, so it's sort of familiar place. Yeah,
2: there is that. Yeah, i will just go up on. The, if I'm going to do it, will just go on the e-bike for a week and just ride <laughs> every track. He'll end up in years. the e-bike category. I think that could be quite fun.
1: I don't know, mate. Did you watch my vlog of them climbing?
2: It looked brutal. That it was a huge leap. Yeah, it looked crap. E-bike. It yeah. did look
1: really crap. I actually genuinely felt sorry for everyone. I gave Rearys some stick because I was weather like, though, mate. It?
2: If, the weather, if it was 20 degrees, oh, it would have, it. yeah. have been perfect.
1: It was grim. Um, mm. It did look really tough for the e-bike guys. Long, hard day. And I didn't like the fact that you need 20 batteries and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, see, that for me is like totally just real... Making it not feasible
1: for a lot of people. Yeah, and that.
0: Yeah, money-wise, you've got yeah. to have that many batteries hanging around. And
1: getting older than... I don't know if they're hard to get older or not, yeah. but... I don't know, but Everyth- They're not cheap, I know that much. Everything's hard to get older. It's like they're yeah. just
2: throwing the book at them, like, right, you want an e-bike? Yeah, then try this.
1: Yeah. No, it was definitely a tough day for them guys. I did enjoy actually following it following it around, but like I was saying, that climbing, no thanks.
0: You guys rough. are both enjoying e-bikes, though, in general, seeing you riding yeah, them yeah. a fair
2: bit. I've, this is my first e-bike, and yeah, it's been good. Good training tool.
1: They are bloody good, yeah. I've not used mine a great deal, to be honest. I try and stay off it as much as I can, to be honest, but...
2: Once I, the weather gets, draws in yeah. and it's just grim
1: out. Because I was saying to Danny, I got mine in March, but obviously I had to keep it massively on the down low. Yeah. I've only done 400 miles on it, I think, which isn't a lot in, well, nine months, I guess. Yeah. You're
2: good when you're away, when you're in the mountains, and you, like, especially for Sophia, and she has the... Shotgun on there with
3: Fasady,
2: and ah, nice. it's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. it and opens are, up a whole new avenue. Like, she wouldn't touch a bike if she didn't have the e bike with Sadie. Yeah, that's no, awesome. they, are, they
1: are a great tool. There's definitely, yeah, I think don't knock them till you've tried them. The bike, I think they yeah. still get a bit of stick, but Yeah they and of they're fun. only getting better as well. Yeah,
2: definitely
0: cool. So, what have you guys got planned for the off season? You've got this road camp coming up, but what else is on there? Agenda.
2: So we did a fitness test a few weeks ago, like, to see where we are before training. Yeah. And I've, like, been training, I think I started, like, second week of November. Just, like, trying to just come around gradually as opposed to just, right, just January 1st, let's go. Like, I've been doing a bit. He's just always doing something. I've got ADHD. like, (laughs) that's his problem. He doesn't rest. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been in the gym, like, two, three times a week doing my, like, strength and conditioning stuff because I still work with Phil Dixon's, Uh like, my coach, my main, like, I guess performance, like, director sort of thing. Okay. And then I'll come in here. I'll probably start coming back to fit for racing in the one day a week in january yeah but right now i'm just concentrating on like my strength and conditioning stuff and i've been putting quite a few miles in on the road and trying to ride downhill once a week and motocross once a week and yeah so that's me right now and then
1: yeah yeah danny's got this full structure daily, daily structure and then here's me just taking every day as it comes and, uh, yeah, I've not really done a lot. I'm definitely not unfit, though. Uh-huh. I've been extremely busy just with other things, but planning on coming back in here in mid-December. Um, and, yeah, thing is we just yeah, come in here, grab the ball by the horns pretty much, and, like, there's not really an easing in, I would say. But having said that, I've been coming here since 2016. So yeah, I know what's is, coming. I yeah. know what to expect. And it's not like we're starting from scratch either. But yeah, I mean, in terms of this Spanish road camp, I was like, "Danny's like, you done a road ride?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, done done twenty-five mile last week." Like, we got the, f- the like the plan for the three days.
2: during the first day is ninety-seven miles, It's and flat, the, it's it, mega it is flat. Been flat. I'm gonna like, piss it. And then the other rides are only like they're all they're like around fifty miles, but a bit more climbing. But I was expecting like. We're more climbing than what I saw on these rides. So we should be fine. But like the hardest one will be the 100 mile just bang flat.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it because I've never done anything like that. And going with the team and that, it'd be a good few days and hopefully get some sun. Yeah, that's the Because it is pretty cold at home at the moment. Yeah. Um. So again, like, well, we did t- when we talked about going on the road camp. I was like, "Ah, oh, it's good. I've got something to aim for, and like, right, I can train for that." And I've just done nothing. <laughs> so he might never hear us, even me, again. After I might just go spend, never come back, just die, die on the Alicante Sea front. Of <laughs> I don't even know where we're going. Yeah. So now nah, it'll be it'll be a laugh.
0: What about pre-season testing? Are there any plans for trips away?
2: Yeah, so I'll probably be getting away in January at some point. That's just a normal time. Time I'm not entirely sure, but
1: hopefully, Cube invite me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I have nothing planned to be honest. Um, I do EasyJet owe me about four hundred quid actually in credited flights, so I wouldn't mind going to Lusa or something like that. Was,
2: you said that to me, didn't you? But yeah, I just, don't think
1: he was keen. It's
2: just like he wanted to go before Christmas, and just
1: no, 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 I, I want to go in January. Anyway, I would like to go there just for some bigger tracks. So I'll probably ask Danny if he's keen. It'll be one of them. We'll it's decide if in. Yeah, like, it's hard. It's hard. And it's obviously like Danny can't just go at the drop of the hat with a family at home. So it's trying to, like you said, trying to fit everything in and work it all out and making it work. But now we'll see what the crack is. But again, like the UK is booming in terms of bike parks as well now. So it's not like. Yeah, Hamsley is
2: here. just like the pinnacle
1: of bike park. I love Hamsley, sprint laps. You know, if you fit or not, going to Hamsley. I know it's only a minute and a half long, but yeah, it keeps you honest. Great little <laughs> venue, so looking forward. Well, we're going to aim for the Christmas jumper special, aren't we, Danny? 19th of December, be there. Yeah, oh, be nice. there. You better wear a jumper or you'll get a hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a jumper. Quality. Um, so no, for me, it'll just be as and when whatever pops up, really. If there's something going on somewhere, try and do it. But testing, yeah, there's not a lot for me to test, really. (laughs) I just, yeah, I know what I've got, and I've got to work with and that, and we'll make it work.
0: Yeah. You got much new stuff to work on, Danny, or...?
2: Um, Yeah, I think there'll be some new stuff to try, and then, yeah, there definitely will be some new stuff.
0: Yeah. Is it just a case of getting comfortable on that, or is there an element of, like... Getting up to a race pace at those test camps, like how do you approach it?
2: Yeah, so, like, what I struggled with last year is we went to San Remo for like nearly two weeks, and these engineers just want you on a clock. (laughs) And it's just like fridge sized rocks all the way down these hills, and it's just so sketchy. But um, it's the best place to do that sort of suspension testing, and yeah. uh, so, yeah, we'll have some things to try and we'll be there. And probably I think the team wanted to try and go to Spain as well. Um, so we'll just see how it goes. Nice.
0: And a fairly early start to the season, if all goes to plan, we're in Lords again for the first time for a good while. You've had some yeah, good results there, Danny.
2: Um, I had a podium there my first year with Mondraker. I had a podium there and
1: then did we go back? Yeah, we did fifteen and sixteen and seventeen there. Yeah, you had I a had
0: third a, and a fourth
2: there? Yeah, I had a fourth and then I got shafted by the weather in seventeen. Yeah. And that was just a snowball of crap all season. So um yeah, it's a good track though, I do like it. The place is a bit funky. It's, it's different. The, yeah, it's different. that. And um it's a really early start isn't it so that's good but it's not filled with anything for a month after now some British rounds are
1: annual you can support the uh, domestic series (laughs) yeah yeah I think we actually have a race of Fort William prior to the World Cup so that'll probably be a good turnout
2: but what I mean is you've got to be ready for that I guess you peak at Lord's and then you come down and then you come back up but there's a while afterwards where
1: you don't have to it's not you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's just yeah. a, a big gap. You don't Simple have to be super that. sharp for yeah. that period of time. Yeah. But you yeah. don't want to slip back either. Yeah. It's quite Yeah Hard to decide. It sounds like to he just it. wants to fish for that time. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we will. I think he would be surprised at the effect <laughs> the fishing has on the uh, mind. Maybe it could be swinging comfort with him.
0: And you've got a heavy merch line to work on as well. Oh, yeah.
1: God. Oh, well, you go blame off. Meg for that. This is it. Yeah, no. Sell it to everyone. Sell the merch. Buy the merch. Gasta the merch, merch actually supports the Proviteer Race Programme, so it's a good incentive. It's not, a cha- well, technically, it's a charity, I guess. <laughs> and what's on offer? Uh, we've got all sorts. It's growing every week. Um, Meg Where tells can me. they find it? It's all on uh, Gaster Merch on Instagram, at Gaster Merch. We haven't got a website or anything yet. It's obviously super early days, but yeah, we've got cups and t shirts and stickers and bits and bobs. So, uh, no, it's, it's doing quite well. Sold out of uh, green hats, it's <laughs> very popular. Um, so no, it's good. I'm quite quite enjoying it, especially off season. Again, not a lot happening, so keeps you busy.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to see people at races wearing all your No, no, it's cool. Like, like it's like actually
1: it. really cool. The amount of people that are supporting it and stuff. So now I'm obviously really grateful for that. And like I said, it all goes back into racing and stuff. And so now it's uh, it back is into good. The fuel tank. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No fuel is not cheap. Um, racing is not cheap. So now it's it, it is really good. And yeah, he gets your little creative side. he have got a good graphic designer, ain't he? <laughs> got some uh, imagination it's on him. It's cheap. He's actually. I <laughs> feel like I've underpaid him now, especially when this merch goes worldwide, you know, and ends up with shops in New York and Paris and London and stuff. <laughs> Times Square. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. merch. <laughs> Heard it here first.
0: Good stuff. Well, we should um, let you guys get out of here and enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening. But thanks for taking the time out for a chat. It's been uh, it's been fun seeing you two hanging out via the vlog over the last twelve months. Look forward to plenty more of it. I hope you both have good seasons. Stay healthy. Enjoy your road camp, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you on track going rapid in uh, in Lords in not too long.
2: Wicked! Thank you very yeah, much for having chance. us. Cheers!
0: Cheers. Cheers. Alright that's it for this episode with Adam and Danny I really hope you've enjoyed it A massive thanks to Earshots for supporting this episode They've solved the issue of headphones falling out while riding with their patented magnetic ear clip design so you can keep the motivation high while riding or training with your favourite tunes or podcasts You can find out all about them over at Earshots.com and to be in with a chance of winning one of two pairs of Earshots just head over to DowntimePodcast.com forward slash Earshots now and leave your name and email address You've got until the 4th of January to get it done so don't hang about also a massive thanks to Canyon. They just launched their updated big hitting torque with all wheel size options covered and both aluminium and carbon versions available across a wide range of pricing. If you want to get your hands on one then you can get free bike guard with your purchase by using the code all-features-unlocked-21 at the checkout. That's uppercase all-features-unlocked-21 at the checkout over on canyon.com before the 10th of January. All the links you need are in the show notes for this episode over on downtimepodcast.com. If you're still listening and you've got a bit of time, there's a few things you can do to help out. First off, tell your rider mates about the podcast, because the more people who listen, the easier it is for me to keep this thing going. Share the episodes on your social media, it's an awesome way to spread the word and get some buzz going. And also, if you fancy it, a review on Apple Podcasts goes a long way too. All right, we've got another awesome episode coming up soon, but until then, get out and ride.